Today's daf test, we left off on Chesim Abayz, nine lines on the bottom. So as we're learning the Sugya of Metiv, the Gemara started to discuss how that plays out when a Balchayv has come to collect. And out of that, we're going to bring two more cases, both of which we had in Ksubis, at Daf Tzadi Beis, where we're discussing a Balchayv coming to collect property, and then the Gemara will get back to the Sugya of Nezikin. Nine lines on the bottom on Chesim Abayz. Amr Abayah. Ruven Shema Chesadu L'Shimon Ba'achrayis. Ruven sells a field to Shimon with Achrayis, which means that if a Balchayv or Ruven comes and seizes the field from Shimon to pay for Ruven's debt, Shimon can go back to Ruven and get reimbursed for the sale price. So also Balchayv the Ruven retired from Shimon, and indeed a Balchayv Ruven comes and he seizes that field from Shimon. And Dinu who the Alachay is the also Ruven who Mishtaidina Ba'adei. Ruven is allowed to go and talk to that Balchayv. Perhaps he has some way of getting out of it. Like Rashi brings the Gemara in Shvuas that says that even if the person has a star that the money is owed, still the person can say to him, "I want you to make a shvu to me that I didn't pay you back." So in other words, Ruven can handle with this Balchayv. But the Balchayv cannot say to Ruven, "No, you're not my Balvar because my Shibud is on this karka that." is now by Shimon, so I have nothing to do with you. My business is with Shimon only. You can't say that. Why? Because Ruben could say to this because if you seize the field from Shimon, Allah Hadar is going to come back to me for the Chayv of the Achrayis. So therefore I am, I'm very much involved. Even without Achrayis, still the Balchayv can't tell Ruben that you're not the Balchayv. Because Ruben could say to him, even though I won't have to reimburse him, but I'm still, it's not gishmak for me to have Shimon complaining against me that I sold him a field and then the field got lost to the Balchayv of mine, and therefore I am a Baldvarm, even if there's no Achrayas. Ruven sells a field to Shimon without any achrayas, which means if Shimon loses the field, that's it. Shimon, Shimon swallows the law, so it's at a risk. And then there were Irene. People came out and said, the field is ours, and it's stolen by you. So actually, if Shimon had not yet made a chazakah, he can always back out. Once Shimon makes a chazakah in the car, he can't back out. My time with Amalei, because Ruven says to Shimon, a tied bag, you accepted, and that's it. Meaning, it's a bag, it happens to be full of hot air, meaning you took the risk. You bought the field without any achrayas, okay? So now you lost on that gamble. But it's not my problem. You can't back out. You already made a chazaka. Meimus have a chazaka. When is the chazaka made? Michidayish HaMitzri, when he raises the border and shows the border of the land, that's called the chazaka. Vidafka shaloi ba'achrayas. He can only not back out when there was no achrayas. Avo ba'achrayas loy. If there's achrayas, then we don't say this halacha, and he could back out. Because Shimon could say to Ruvain, at the end of the day, the Ayur are going to come. They're going to seize the property from me. I'm going to have to come back to you and get paid. So let's just skip the whole middle step. Let's cancel the sale right now, and the Ayurin will end up seizing it from you instead of me. Even if it's with a chayz, still, Shimon cannot be chayzer after he makes the chazaka, the Amrle, because Ruvain, the Meicher, will say to him, show me the shtar tirfa. The Bezdin issues a shtar to someone when property is seized from him, and then I'll reimburse you. Until that happens, there's no guarantee that the Ayurin will end up with the field. And therefore, Shimon cannot claim that any other field will be lost and Ruvain will have to compensate, because it may never happen. And therefore, even if it's with a chayz, still, once Shimon makes the chazaka, he may not back out. Now we come back to our sugi. Ravuna Amar Oy Kesef Oy Rashi explains that this is going back onto the steer the Gemara presented on Dav Zayin Amar Aleph that one pasuk says Kesef, one pasuk says Meitiv, and in that Ravuna is answering another teretz that the pasuk the teretz means both either either money or the Meitiv of his fields. And the Rashi says the reason why we're only mentioning Ravuna over here is because first we wanted to finish up the whole sugi with Bishon Rebikiva, where it was Kishen Shaman Esayis Bishalayin Shaman Bishalayin Shaman, and that went off onto different things until we finally arrived here. And now we're done. With that whole sugi, we come back to the steer between Kesef and Meitiv. Zakravuna, it means either one. Esrei Nachman Laravuna, Yasha the Rabbi Shalva Kesef, Afilu Subin. So Subin is not Meitiv and it's not Kesef. 
everything we're hachal and when he's allowed to pay subin is bedolesle, when he doesn't have any kesef or sadais. So either lesle pshita, of course, you don't need a pasuk with that. I don't need a pasuk of yashiv to be marvel that. No matter the maybe go. We force the mazik to go and sell off the subin to produce money. Vaisle kesef, so you can pay the nizik with money. Kamash money, you don't have to do that. You pay with either beitav of your sada or kesef. But if you have neither, you can pay with shava kesef, and there is no requirement to turn that into cash. Kesef is like karka. Now, the what does he mean? That even if the mazik has idiot still, he can reimburse the nizik with just kesef if that's what he wants to do. So, that's the same thing Ravuna said. So, we shouldn't say Amar Avasi as if it's a new thing. It should say Two brothers split the Yerusha that they're from their deceased father. One takes karka, one takes kesef. The Babchayb of their father, and he takes it from the karka. Now, this brother that just lost his karka, he goes and takes half of the kesef from the other brother, and that's what Ravasi meant when he said, meaning that the kesef is treated just like Arga. The Baal kesef also has to take the responsibility of paying off the chayv. The father has to give up half of his stuff. Pshita says the Gemara, Hi, bro, the one that got the karka, only he's the son and he has the responsibility to pay off the chayvus of his father. Vahai Labra, the one that received the kesef, is not a son and he doesn't have the responsibility. A question, but the other way. The Amarle, because the brother that has the money, he could say to the other one like this. When I took kesef, it was Amanaskein and Aldaskein. It was with the following condition that if it's, I get stolen, it gets stolen from me, I'm not going to come to you and try to get karka. And when you took the land, it was also with a tenai, with a condition, you were accepting the imitarfa that if a balchav comes into Tarifit with because of the chayv of our father, you're not going to come and claim to be reimbursed from me at all. And that means that the brother that took the money doesn't have to pay anything at all. So therefore, it's more. When Ravasi said, it's impossible to say it's talking about Achim that divided, one took karka, one took kesef, and now we want to say that the one that took kesef has to reimburse the other brother, either because it's pashat, or the Yidach Gisa, it's because it's not true. The one that has the Kesef doesn't have to be anything at all. So either way, it's no good. Elul Shnei Achim Shachoku, not that they're dividing Karka and Kesef, but just Karka. And he takes the Karka from one of them. Now the other one has to pay what he received, is to take half of his Chalik, either in Karka, or he could reimburse him with just money. And that's what Ravasi meant when he said that Safamers are Karka means that you can either give Karka, or if you want, you can use money instead, just like Karka. If that's what he means, he said it already one time. Brothers that are dividing karka biyirusha ubaba chayv and not the chayv of the other man. of the father comes and is tired the chayv of one of them. Rav Amar Butla Machlekes, meaning we go back, we redivide again whatever it's le- with whatever is left over after the bal chayv finished. Ushmul Amar Viter, he loses it. Ravasi Amar Noitel Revia Bekarka Virevia Bemois. Rashi has two shots where the first shot is what he likes better. The vav here is an or. He can either take a quarter of karka or a quarter of money. So we see Ravasi already said this halacha that you can compensate either with karka or with money. But first thing more explains. Rav Amar Balam Machlekes Kasavra because he holds Yesh Breira and therefore Ha'achim Shachalku is Kiyorshim Havu because since we say Yesh Breira, so we say each son ended up with what was rightfully his in the Yerusha, and therefore all of them are Yarshim, all the brothers are equally responsible for the Chayv of their father, so they all, have, they all have to share in the responsibility. Shmuel Amar Viter, that he lost it to the Baal Chayv, is Kasavah, because he holds Ein and therefore Acham Shechalku Lekuchas, they're considered buyers, because since Ein we can't say for sure that the thing that you got was really rightfully yours, maybe what I got was really yours, and what you got was really mine, and therefore we swap, and we're like buyers. I bought my thing in exchange for yours, and vice versa. So we're Lekuchas, but which type of Lekuchas? Without an achrayas, 
which means when the Balchayv is typhus from one of them, the other one doesn't have to pay anything. There's no achrayim. It's not fekter ashbam, but babasod afkozayim. Every time somebody sells karka, so we pass an achrayim to a cipher. That if there's no achrayim written down in the shtar, it's implicit. It's understood. We say that the cipher just forgot about it. Why over here do we say that it's bulay achrayim? So the Ramah babasod taka says it's shmuel lishitasa. Shmuel in babamitzia daf yadal it holds achrayim lav to a cipher. It's shmuel lishitasa. But the ashbam there babasod answers as follows: Is achrayim to a cipher that applies when someone's buying karka because it's a svar. A person just just doesn't throw his money in the garbage. So if he's buying something, it's understood, it's implicit, even without mentioning it, that there's an achrayis here. If he loses the field, he'll get reimbursed. Mashaken over here, each brother is taking his chalik, and with the hanah that he's not makabal achrayis for his brother's stuff, he's masking that his brother will not be makabal achrayis for his stuff. That's why it's kilukuches shalei b'achrayis, and the one that lost the karka to the bachay has to swallow the loss. Ravasi amarnoito revia b'karka revia b'mais. He takes, he has to give up a quarter of his karka or a quarter in money. Why? Masaf are they like Yarshin, and therefore he owes a full half of what his current portion is? He knows nothing at all. So Hilkach, it's Maman Hamutu Basafik, so this half that he's supposed to go for, so we, we divide it, because Maman Hamutu Basafik is Chalkin, so half of a half is a quarter. Neutel Revia Bekarka, Revia Bemais, either in Karka or he can give it in money. So we see Ravasi already said once that you could be Masalik either with Karka or with money. So it's impossible to say that that was his intent when he said Ksafim Arayin Kakarka. So what did he mean? Elamai Arayin Kakarka, go back to the original step. Linian made through, like we said before, that even if the Mazaka is idiotic, if he wants, he can give money to the Nizik. So it should say, not Amravasi. Zakhtimar, you're right. Aim of Vichain Amravasi, Ravasi agrees with Ravuna. Once we mention Ravuna, we mention another thing from Ravuna. Amrav Zem Ravuna, the mitzvah at Shlish. When it comes to a mitzvah, it's up to a third. What does that mean? My Shlish. Ilema Shlish Beisai, then when he has the opportunity to do a mitzvah, he is obligated to spend up to a third of his total assets. So Elamayato, he is Sarmili Tlasa Litzvasa. If he has three mitzvahs at the same time, Lace of the Kule Beisai, each one takes a third, he will be left with nothing. Now Tyson points out, even though we could say that the intention of the Gemara is, like we had in Ksubustaf Samaches by the Asurais of the Rebbe, that was referring to, that the, as in Adunya, the a man who dies, so when he leaves over girls, so their daughters, how do they take an Adunya? They take 10% of the Nechasim from the Yerusha. So the Gemara says, Let's say there's ten girls, so it's going to wipe out. There's going to be no Yerusha for the boys. So the Gemara says, no, they don't. All, it doesn't wipe out everything. One takes ten percent, and then the next one takes ten percent of what's left, etc. So here as well, it's not going to wipe out everything. The first one will take a third, then the next one is a third of what's left, and then a third of what's left. So it's not going to wipe it all out. Still says Taisus, even if that's the Cheshbon, the Gemara understands that it's still too much to have to spend on a mitzvah. El Amar Abzera is behider mitzvah at shlish mitzvah. We're specifically talking about a, a hider mitzvah. Rashi explains. Let's say a person has two sifritaries to buy. One is more harder than the other. So what he should do is, shlish means he should add on a third of the purchase price of the one that's not the hither, and then use that money, that total, to pay for the, the one that's muhadr. Bayravashi, shlish milagav. When we say a third, is a milagav from the inside, meaning it's a third of the initial amount. So for example, if the price is six dinar, so a third of six is two, so you add six plus two for a total of eight. That's shlish milagav. Oy shlish milabar. Or is it the amount that's added should be on the outside, meaning it should equal a third of the new total. So if the price is six, instead of adding two, you should add three, so that the new total is nine, and the three dinner that you added is a third of that new total. That's milabar. Take the says, Up to a third, when he spends up to a third on this hither mitzvah, that's mishaloi means that a Kaddish Baruch Hu won't reimburse that money like any other mitzvah. But if you start spending more than a third on the Hidden Mitzvah, then Mishal HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that besides the person has the schar in, in, uh, the schar in, in Alam Abba, but he also will be reimbursed for that money that he spent during his lifetime. 
Sakh the Mishnah, Kol Shachavti Bishmirasai. Any time that I am obligated to watch something, that Hikshati is Nisgai, Rashi is Tupshatim, his first Pshat is Hikshati is a Lashon to cause, to, to, to create it. It was caused by not watching. I caused the Nezek by failing at that obligation to watch, and therefore I'm Chayv to pay. Hikshati Mimitis Nisgai, even if I only caused some of the damage, nevertheless, Chavti Bitashlumi Nisgai, I have to pay the entirety. Kehechshakal Nisgai is if I caused the whole thing, and the more will explain what that's referring to. Now the, the Mishnah is going to describe on which cases do we have that the person will be chayiv for damaging. It's dafka, if there's no me'ila, then I'll be chayiv. But if I damage something that has me'ila, it's hektish and ma'chayiv. As we had earlier in the Masechta, we learn out from the Pasuk Shari Ehu, V'loy Shoshal Hektish, and Rashi Shita at least is, is that that's a makar. From Karen, we learn out to all the other damages. It's all pater by hektish. It's only if it's owned by a yid. If the karka, if the property is owned by a guy, it's pater. Which Rashi here explains according to the Havimina of the Gemara, which is, is that it just has to be something that's not hefker. Now, Lechari, that's Pashit, because if it's Hefker, of course you don't have to pay, because there's no one to pay to, then we'll discuss. Wherever the damage is happening, the mazik will be liable. Because then, if the nizik's shar, or animal, or anything, enters into the mazik's rishos, and then the mazik's animal damages, the mazik could say to the nizik, why is your animal doing, what's your animal doing in my rishos? Therefore, the mazik will be put in that case. If it's a, if it's a rishos that's shared by both, the Gemara will explain what the intention of the Mishnah with this is. Once there is a hezek, he has to pay from the metav. And Rashi says, this is coming to be marbekaren, at least according to Shmuel, who learned that in the first Mishnah, Shor was regular, Mava was Shane, so now we're being marbekaren. Anytime I was responsible and I failed at that responsibility, I'm the one that caused the Nezek and I'm Chayev. Ashar, or a pit, he handed over to be watched by and then it goes in there, which is Chayev. The owner of the ba, of the Shar and the Bar is Chayev. Chayev Lashal and the Bala Bar and the Bala Shar have to pay. As opposed to fire, then the Potter. If it's a tied up Shar that he gave over to the Chayev or a covered Bar, which means an action by the Chereshet of the Katan must be done before the damage could happen. The Kavasa what's the parallel Be'ej? It's Gachelas, a kol, because a kol also, it requires an action. It needs to be fanned first in order to produce a flame, in order to do damage. So, Mashnahacha, Mashnahacha, what's the difference? Why by the Bar and Shar, he's Chayev, and by the Eish, he's Pater? Elo Bashar, Mutter, Bar Magula, a Shar that's not tied, or a Bar that is open, so meaning there is no action that's needed by the Chereshet of the Katan to be done first before damage can happen. The Kavasa Be'ej, the parallel by fire is Shalheves. Also, it's already a Flame, no action, no fanning has to be done in order for it to do damage. So Mashaikim Bibh the Patri telling me that if he gives a Shalheves to Khershad of Gatan, he's Patri of Amr Shlach, Mashma Khizgiya this that we're gonna later on, that if a person sends Aish through a Khershad of Gatan, he's Patri at least Midina Adam, that's only Alashamas like a Khalas Viliba. He gave over a coal, and the Khershad of Gatan fanned it. Alva Shalheves, he gives him over the actual flame. Chayev, my time, the Habari Hazega. Bari here Rashi says doesn't mean for sure. It means it's Mazum and it's ready to go. He doesn't have to fan it. So if it's talking about Ashal Heves, then how could it price say that you're Pater Be'ish? Zakli Marla, Eilim B'Shar Kasher, it's a tied up Shar. Ubar Mechusa, it's a covered bar. Dikavasa Gabe'ish, Gacheles, not Ashal Heves, Ashal Heves would be Shver, it's a Gacheles, that's the parallel Be'ish. Udakamrit, Ma'ishnachom, Ma'ishnachos, you want to, what's the difference? How come by Bar and Shar, it's Chayev and Eish's Bader? Because Shar, Darkey Lintuki, Rashi explains that since it's the Derech for it to 
to, to, to get rid of the of the leash that's on it. So therefore, the Baal Hashar should have anticipated that even if the Cherish is not the one that's matered, still, ultimately, the Shar is going to release itself and go do damage. And therefore, a Shar tied like this is a lousy Shmir. It's a Shmir Ru'ua. And therefore, Zagrashi, even if ultimately it's the Cherish that did do the Hatari, he's the one that caused the damage because he was matered, nevertheless, the Baal Hashar will still be high because the whole Shmir altogether was a Shmir Ru'ua. Bar, Darachin Lutiri, similar thing by a bar. The bar, the top of the bar, it's also that Derek has to fall off, and therefore it's not a good shmir, it's a shmir raw. That leaves the Baal Haba responsible, even if ultimately it was the Cherish is the one that did it, and he's the one that took off the cover, nevertheless, still, the Baal Haba is the one that's high to pay because he didn't watch it properly. However, the more longer you leave it around, so it goes less and less, it cools off more and more, it gets less and less dangerous. This that the Cherish fanned it and turned it into a fire is not something that the Baal Ha'esh was expected to anticipate, and therefore he's bought it. He argues in Rishlakesh. He holds even if you give a flame to a Cherishet of a still your potter. So that's what this Bryson means when it says that by Asia's potter, the extreme, even a Shalhavis. The parallel must be then that why the by the Shar and the Bar is Chayev is talking about a parallel of a Shalhavis by Asia, which is that it's ready to go. The Shar is not tied and the Bar is uncovered. So why is it that the Shar Bar is Chayev and the Asia's potter? Because Hassan Tzafsa the Cherish Kagar and Tzafsa is a Lashon Rashi, is Tubshatim. The first Lashon is a lashon of tzavis, like a tongue that you hold something with. It's the achiza, it's the holding of the cherish that caused it, because he's the one that has to grab onto this fire, he has to bring it over to the goddess and light it, and therefore the bala ish will be potter, at least bidine adam. Mashaykin hacha, by the shar and the bar, let's have the cherish kagarm, it's the shar goes and damages, the bar also does its thing, it does its damage, it's not through the cherish that is doing the damage, and therefore the bala shar and the bar is going to be chayev. But that's only according to Rabbi Yechiron when the shar is not tied and the bar is open, because that's the, the, the case of the brisa. But if it would be a shar kasher and a bar mechus, it would be potter according to Rabbi Yechiron. As opposed to Rish Lakish, that's the case of the brisa. The brisa says Yechayim in such a case where this is the shar kasher and the bar mechus. So it comes out that we have two seemingly independent machlekes in between Rabbi and Rish Lakish. One machlekes is when you give a shalhevis to a cherishet of a katan according to Rabbi Yechiron and your potter Rish Lakish Chayim. And another machlekes is if you give over a shar kasher and a bar mechus to a cherishet of a katan again according to and we're going to pause there. So today we learned Ruvain that sells a field to Shimon with a chrais. The Balchev Ruvain comes and he seizes the field from Shimon. The Balchev cannot say to Ruvain because Shimon will go back to Ruvain for the tashlumen of the chrais. So Ruvain is a Balchev. And, and according to one Lashin, even when it's not a chrais, still Ruvain is a Balchev because he doesn't want that Shimon should have tainas on him. Ruvain that says a field to Shimon without a chrais, and then there's Ayurin that say that it's our field. If Shimon already did a chazaka, he cannot be chazer. According to one Lashin, even if it's with an achrayis, still he cannot be chazer. According to Ravuna, even if the mazik has metiv, he could still pay the nizik with kesef if he wants. If he has no sadis and no kesef, then he can pay with shava kesef. He is not obligated to sell that shava kesef and turn it into money. For hinder mitzvah, you have to pay up to a third of the sale price of the chifetz of the mitzvah that's not the one that has the hider. It's ibar de if that's a shlish milagav or milabar. But Marava Ami, that up to the shlish, of then it's from his own cheshman. But Mikan Ve'elach, Gadish Baruch will pay him back, will reimburse him in his lifetime. And finally, we have a Machlekes Yubeich Nishlakish. If a man gives over a Shalhevis, a flame, to a Cherishet of the Katan, are you Chayi Rabbatar? And so too, if you give over a Shar Kashan, a Bar Machusa to a Cherishet of the Katan, will you be Chayi Rabbatar?